Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49er Faithful UK show. Tonight, I am joined by Gareth Ellis. Hello. Paul Hope. Hello. And no, Lee, unfortunately. I'm not sure what's uh, exactly wrong with him. I think he's probably busy with work, I would imagine. Uh, but we're going to crack on and take a look at yesterday's defeat against the Seahawks. Um, I think there's been a, a lot of hot takes on uh, on Twitter and on the internet. It's broken down Facebook, which isn't currently working. <laughs> I think it's because of that. Um, but yeah, Gareth, do you want to take us on, see what you thought about the game? Uh, and then we can go from there. Um, go, yeah, go for it. Yeah, well, I think, uh, you know, it's a loss. It's a, it's a painful loss at home against a division rival on a game that just started so well. We we just looked like our old selves that first quarter. Uh, the defence was on it. 5-3 and outs to start a game. That's that's pretty phenomenal going against against Russell Wilson, against any team. Uh, and I think that's that's what's made some of the loss so hard to take. The fact that the game seemed to be there for us to win. Uh, and we... I, I don't think I've, I've ever seen us dominate the, the Seahawks in recent memory as much as we did in, in that first quarter and, and arguably much of the first half. It's just we didn't get the points. And I had that sinking feeling about halfway through the second quarter where it's just like, how is this game still 7-0? It's not going to be our day. Uh, particularly with Robbie Gold out, that was just sort of a bit of an omen at the beginning that I thought, mm. yeah. It's 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 not going to be our day, and then particularly the just the dominance and seven nil. You just thought the Seahawks have always got that big play in them. Russell Wilson's always got that moment of magic, as as he as he always does, and as he proved again. And yeah, yeah you, if if there's one team you want to put away um, as soon as possible, it's the Seahawks, yeah. right? Because they're just you know they're going to come back, and I think you know if you give Russell Wilson, 14 drives, he's going to score some points, no matter what, Absolutely. no matter yeah. what happens. So, yeah, I, Paul, I think you agree. It's so frustrating first half where we were bad in the first half against Philly. We were bad in the first half against Green Bay. And ultimately, we're pretty bad on offense anyway, um, apart from that first drive um, against the Seahawks. Well, like Gareth said, Nadji, we said in the preview show, let's start quickly. And Jimmy started quickly that first quarter. He was 10 for 12. The first drive, six out of six. The touchdown pass to Dwelly. Like you said, Nadji, nine o'clock game. I had two little people, eight and 12, pushing bedtime. And we were jumping around the front room thinking, we're beating the Seahawks. This is brilliant. And you look at the stats. Russell Wilson threw for 23 passes in yesterday's game. We kept Tyler... Lockett and Metcalf to under 100 yards combined. Lockett went for 24 yards. Metcalf went for 65 yards. And yet we're sat here discussing the loss. I mean, Seattle will have gone in at halftime yesterday thinking, oh my God, how are we still in this game? That first half was just... I put a stat up in my fantasy football group and they were saying, why are you so upset? It looks like, you know, they were negative yards at one point. We were doing everything... 
but put points on the board. And like Gareth just said, we touched upon it in the, the preview show. If you don't put them away, Russell Wilson is going to be Russell Wilson. And let's face it, I've just said there, 23 passes, yet they've still won the game. And like Gareth said, we had that sinking, horrible feeling. I mean, you could just tell on the game day thread the atmosphere took a turn for the worse. And then as soon as oh, that, that fumble, I knew as soon as we fumbled, Cannon fumbled that ball, they were going to score. And it just had that sinking feeling. I mean, we, it's always Seattle, isn't it, boys? <laughs> Let's face it. That's why this one hurts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you when my sunken feeling started, and it's, and then we can get on to 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 that topic. It's when Jimmy threw the pick. As soon as he did that, I had flashback from last year, and I just knew that we weren't going to score points, and that eventually the Seahawks would, and they would. There was nothing we could do about it to lose this game, and it just went away from us and it looks so comfortable for them despite them being a minus seven yards um what with four minutes to go or something like that in the, in the half I, I just don't think i've seen such a dominant defensive um performance and losing the game like this uh, it, it's just and and we can talk um, I, won't, I won't start talking about jimmy because i'm officially off the of the wagon of Jimmy, I'm done giving him excuses, and I think the pink just started the spiral of changing the momentum, putting a little bit more momentum on the Seahawks. They're thinking, right, we we can actually do this. All we have to do is just not make any mistakes, and that's exactly what Jimmy does pretty much every week. At and it's always at the worst time possible. If we go down on that drive, which I think is probably the second drive or maybe the third. I think it was a second drive. If he goes down this drive and score, and we go 14-0 up, the game's over. I'm pretty sure the game's over because their defense couldn't stop us. Their offense wasn't doing anything. And then all of a sudden, the game just looks different. And he starts throwing, and that's another topic I want to talk about, Jimmy, is random passes that gets people hurt, um, which annoys me greatly especially after hearing tom brady talk about it a few weeks ago saying that the league has changed and it's not as hard as it used to be but there's some some passages you just don't throw because you know your guy is going to get hurt and i think if george Kittle play next week we'll be very 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 lucky um but yeah i'm just i'm off the wagon i've i'm done giving him excuses he's hurt again i think it's time to put trey in and just ride it because we're against the wall now and we have to win out. We're two games behind the Cardinals, which we play next week. And if we don't win this game, it's it's pretty much game over for us. Um, Gareth, do you think I'm too harsh on Jimmy or do you think... No, I think we've, we, we've all tried to get behind the team's quarterback. Uh, and I can't remember how many times I've said it now. There's a lot to like about his game, but it's it's just constantly held back by some poor decision-makings and some um, some poor execution. Uh, and that was kind of forgivable a couple of years ago. And I know he's been injured, but he he doesn't seem... he's hit. He clearly hit his ceiling in 2019, and we've all wanted him to move on from that season where he had a good season. You know, there was a few... Certainly the, the stupid interception he'd do basically every game 
but we always thought, okay, he'll he'll learn from that. He'll tidy that up out of his game, uh, and it just hasn't happened. Um, we'll, I mean, we'll see what happens. Trey starting next week, almost almost undoubtedly. Um, and you know, it's Jimmy. If it's a two to three week injury, that means it's going to be four to six weeks for Jimmy. Uh, and no one's, I think, got any faith that if he comes back in, he's not going to break down immediately again in the second quarter of whatever game he, he restarts in. So it's forced Shanahan's land, hand. Uh, maybe that was one of the reasons why I was less disappointed after the Seahawks game than the Packers game. I think part of that is because I, I've come to terms with us losing the game with about, what, eight minutes left in the third quarter. And and I reevaluated what that game was going to be about, which became about, OK, let's see what, what Trey can do. Let's see how we can salvage something from this game. And of course, it could have been a lot worse. 28-21 isn't, isn't great, but it's a, it's a lot better than 35-14. Um, and that's certainly the way it, it was potentially looking at one point in the game. Um, Paul, Jimmy G, it's always been someone you've uh, supported, so... Where do you stand? No, you're right on there, Gareth. I mean, to quote Lee, we're missing Lee tonight. Lee mentioned a few times this season about the naked eye test and watching that game. Like you said, Gareth, I always come into games against the Seahawks optimistic we're going to win, but I never think we are deep down because as my times of 49 they've just owned us. But yesterday's game, the first quarter, like you said, Nadia, if... Joe Staley said it in the after the game yesterday. If you look at stats, stats can be twisted in different ways. And like you said there, that that time, four minutes left in the second quarter, Najee, we had 198 total yards. We had 142 passing yards, 12 first downs. So my friends who are not 49er fans were saying, why are you whinged about Jimmy? He's a playing okay. And I was like, yeah, but lads, we've got seven points on the board. And like you said, Najee, thought that throw a kettle, hospital yeah. ball. And I think we've all been pulling for Jimmy. He came in, it was well documented, those five games he played, and he got the contract. And the quarterback we wanted him to be, he's, he's not healthy, can't sit on the pitch. That's why we've gone and got Lance. And I think, like you said, Gareth, I kind of reevaluated last night and think the Packers game hurt more because with this one, Jimmy's gone out injured. Trey clearly wasn't ready for last night's game, and that's not a slant on Trey Lance. It was... He was a backup quarterback. They've obviously given the QB1 reps to Jimmy J. The game plan was for Jimmy J. But I'm wondering whether this was the plan all along, whether we knew Jimmy wasn't going to last, so they were riding with Jimmy, so they could turn around to the locker room now and say, well, look, we've had to put Trey Lance in. We're not benching Jimmy for bad play, but we're going to have to get behind Trey now. And I I think, I don't think Jimmy's going to come back in. If Trey can be put in and he can be seen to be playing to his potential because let's face it he's a rookie you said it on the last show Nadji yeah. careful what we wish yeah. for we're <laughs> going to turn it over to him now but we're going to see some good like yesterday I, I was really impressed with Trey like like you've said Gareth it could have been 35-14 at one point I had a couple of people message me today, today before the internet went off so, no, that throw to Debo Samuel, it was dead easy. I could have thrown that. No, you couldn't. And I retorted and said, <laughs> could Jimmy G have thrown it? You know, and I'm not trying to, like you've said, Gareth, I'm one of his biggest supporters. I know Neil Watson's probably cursing me at this moment in time listening. But I was going to mention Neil. I am. Yeah. 
I am on board with the, the, the tray. What, what have we got to lose at this point? Now, I don't think the sky's falling in. No, to quote we're, two and two. we're two and two, right? Yeah. And there is some positives. Look at our defence. We called it on the pod. Bosa was going to get his first sack on Wilson. Yeah. At one point last night, I thought, this is going to be epic. This is going to be a game for the ages. We're going to be thinking, remember when? Bosa owned Wilson and the tide changed. And then, like you said, Stinky Pete, second half started. But no, I, th- I am interested to see where we go with Trey. Obviously, he's going to get all the reps QB1 yeah, this that's week. that's the thing, isn't it? Um, but bef- before we go on to the good stuff, and I, w- I do want to talk about Trey, um, both Trey's as well, um, in a good light. I've, let's Let's keep talking about the bad stuff because there's a few more, I think. Um, one of them is injuries, uh, again. Just can't seem to get out of the of our ways. Uh, looks like Trent Williams might be out for a bit. I don't know. He he went out one first with what looked like cramps. Looked like he was quite hot in Santa Clara, so that's understandable. But then the elbow slash shoulder injury that's something that concerns me a little bit more, mm. uh, especially with Trey. And I'd much rather have Trent Williams than not. Um, I can't remember who else got her. Um, Robbie Gold. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Robbie Gold. That's obviously a massive problem. We're gonna have to sign some random kicker off the street, and we, we all remember how what happened last time we did that. Um, it was against the Seahawks, and we lost in overtime. Um, and then who knows what statue George is? He's already he had already a calf injury, and then the knee bent. Thankfully, kind of the right way it should, but not totally so fingers crossed we're, we're good on our front um the other thing i want to talk about as well is is the flags um i don't know if it's luck i don't know if it's just poor play um but we are the 31st team penalized in the league and i don't actually remember the refs throwing a single flags on the seahawks yesterday maybe one false start and that's about it and that's something that has to change and that goes that's the coaching that there's there's no there's nothing about it. Uh, that's all down to coaching, and we're once again talking about Demico Ryan's defense, um, probably in a bad light, this, despite having a blinder of the first half, and I think an overall good game. It's just it's that thing with bad teams, and I'm calling us a bad team right now because that's you know three games on a trot that we're not playing well, and you know we could have easily lost against the Eagles if they were better. Um, you seem to do something good, and then ultimately on the same play or the play after, something very, very bad happens. And I don't know what you guys think, but it's this every time the sinking feeling that like Trey runs for a fourth and ten and it slides down and he's got the first down, and it's like, oh yeah, uh, hold on, there's a flag on the play. Um, do you think we can? I mean, we, we're going to have to correct this. Uh, do you, is there a concern to you guys? It is to me. It has been. I think the we've we've let. Uh, the opposition out of jail multiple times with the defensive pass interferences on third downs. We get them right where we want them, third and long, and we're not even asking the quarterback to make the throw and the receiver make the catch. We're we're giving them that yardage for for nothing. Uh, There's a little bit of a pass there. I think that we haven't had the same two cornerbacks in in a single game yet. So people like, you know, Josh Norman gave up a couple. He's knocking off a bit of a rust. Kirkpatrick gave up the one yesterday, which again, on the third down, kept them going, drove them another 25 yards down the field. Again, he's coming back. I'm 
I'm just you know hoping that these these guys get up to speed um, and and get off get off that because there was three big ones against the uh, Packers and we've done another done another big one against the uh, Seahawks um, and it's something we've 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 just got to make the opposition work for those yards and not not just sort of hand them around like Christmas presents. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're always going to get the odd kind of false start or, or a hole. Yeah, that's fine. And, you know, the offensive lineman, when he knows he's been beaten, you either eat the sack or the strip sack. And sometimes it's kind of better, maybe, maybe take the 10 yards and, and risk the holding or risk yeah. spotting the holding, which again, they don't, sure. don't seem to keep much of an eye on Bosa, do they? But uh, No, they don't do that. <laughs> uh, but there we go. I mean, let's let's not whinge about the refs. I don't think the refs have really. No, no, I, I, uh, I'm not whinging about the refs. I'm whinging about our discipline. Yeah. More than more than anything. But yeah, Paul. I, I mean that one that you mentioned, Gareth, the the Kirkpatrick one. You're right. He's kind of got a shoulder. Uh, he pulled his shoulder. A free mm. a free. Yeah, you got a bit of a free pass because his first game. But like you said, Gareth, it was just such a killer because it prolonged that drive like another 25 yards. The one that frustrated for me, and I'm not trying to obviously dig him out, Lakin Tomlinson on the two-point conversion when Debo's touchdown in the third quarter when it was 21-13. And you think, we've got the two-point conversion. Then it was like, ah, oh, push them out of the range, you know. And then we had to trot the punter out, which, yeah. like you said, Nadji, Robbie Gold getting injured in the warm-up. You can't kind of account for that. But for me, Kyle Shanahan's had a little bit of heat today. Well, let's talk about that. And I'm yeah. a massive Kyle fan. And before I hand over, because I know you've got a lot to say on that, the only thing I'd say about that is, you know, you kick us out before the game. Go for it on fourth yeah. down. What have you got to lose? There was a couple of times we... Tra- and I'm not having to go at Mitch because he was, you know, special team's player he, of the he, month. He, he did his punter. punting job really well as well, again. <laughs> You know, and fair play to him. He strikes me as the kind of player. Do you fancy a kick at this? Yeah, go on, then I'll have a yeah. go. But really, is that a good idea moving forward? I just think we could have gone for it a bit more on fourth down rather than agree. trotting the punter out. So, well, yeah, let's let's talk about Kyle. I know Lee Lee wanted to do that, and because he's there's a lot of people on social media that have been. Some people have been calling for his head altogether. Some people are just questioning. I think it's a healthy debate to potentially start now, but. As you said, Gareth, when we were talking off there, it's definitely something we're going to have to look at during the bye week, depending where we are. If we're three and two or two and three, it's going to make a big difference on how we talk about it. But I want to go back to my point about Jimmy. And I think this is what also I'm done with Jimmy is because I generally think he's putting shackles on what Kyle mm. um, can do and wants to do um, as a as an offensive minded guy because he knows there's so many things uh, Jimmy can't do and isn't reliable at doing them because and that's something we can all agree on Jimmy's consistency has been his major problem with these injuries and and when you have a, pl- a player like this it restricts you into uh, calling more safe plays on third and long rather than, you know, if you have Pat Mahomes or Justin Herbert, just letting him loose and let him do his thing, right? Um, now, do I want Kyle gone? Absolutely not. What, two reasons for that. One, I don't think there's a better coach out there right now that we could snap up and be better from from day one. I don't see that. And two, I, I just, I, I still think, you know, he's a good coach. Um, but 
does he need to relinquish some of the head coaching job and focus more on the on the offensive side of the ball or vice versa? Um, I, yeah, we can talk about that much more in the in the off uh, of the off week we have. But Gareth, do you think are you starting getting a bit concerned about John Lynch and Kaushana Astena? No, not not yet. Uh, I think we we've we've talked a lot about some of the fundamentals they've done the 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 players they select they've selected the the culture in the locker room um people have talked a lot about he's had what's it four four seasons and there's you know only been one winning season and then however this one goes uh, don't forget when he started they turned over the roster there was a handful of players literally a handful of players um, that Shanahan kept in that first year and he cobbled together what he could out of the draft and, and out of veteran free agents. Um, and the, to me, those those first two seasons were past. We knew we were going to have losing records in those two seasons. So, yeah. uh, But to get to the Super Bowl in your, in your third season with, with literally turning over the roster entirely... Um, I think people people forget that. Then one injury riddled season, which was you know historically bad from injuries, and and yep. this season, uh, I, I which who knows you knows who knows where it's going to go, right? Who knows who knows where it's going to go? I think we, we all um, we've we've said it on the pod. I've said it myself. We all sort of seem to talk about Shanahan like we know him, and yeah. uh, it's all about a public persona. And and yeah, you can see at the moment he's I think he's hugely frustrated. He does seem to have yeah. perhaps lost a little bit of his call, but he's just, it's just, I think it's that why always us just injured again. Um, you know, players not, not necessarily executing um, again. Uh, look at, look at what he's done as an offensive coordinator. He, he knows his stuff. Everyone around the league talks about how, how good he is on his offense. And, and we've seen it when he's got the players and the, and the offense that, that can execute and unfortunately, I think as you as you've touched with Jimmy, we there's a natural limitation there. Um, and the plan this year was clearly we've got Mostert as the main back. We can we can mix that up with uh, Jeff Wilson. We've got Trey Sermon. We've got uh, Elijah Mitchell. He's got none of them. He's got absolutely none of the ground attack. Yeah. So he's got to adapt, and he's got to put the ball through the air from from Jimmy's hands, and it's it's not been working. But he doesn't want to, I think. That's the thing as well, isn't it? I think he doesn't want to put yeah. the ball in the air because he knows Jimmy. And I, I've had enough of hearing about that Saints game. It's one game over yeah. four seasons. But yeah, he played well, but that's one game. Um, so, yeah. Paul, what do you think about Kai? The answer, Shanahan, for me, has to be. I mean, like Gareth just yeah. said there, we, we've seen him cook when he had all the ingredients. We've seen him overachieve. Um, without expectation, because like Gareth said, you know, I remember the dark days. I remember the Tom Sula. I remember the Chip Kelly, and and Kyle came in. And again, sometimes what I think we've got to remember, I have friends that's part of the teams, and they're saying to me, "You'd be mental to get rid of Shanahan." Like we would take him in a Absolutely. heartbeat. So <laughs> what he needs now, though, like Gareth said, I agree, he's kind of lost that little bit of you know magic he's got, and he's looking a bit frustrated. What we need to see him now is bounce back from this adversity. Last season, the injuries were unreal. This year, now, for me, he needs to focus on getting Lance ready. I don't think he wanted to throw Lance in at this no. early stage because I don't think he wanted to, you know, he's mortgaged his future. They've bet their careers on this lad. 
you don't give up three first rounds if you don't think this is your man. And for me, he's still got the locker room. Look at George Kittle after the game. Look at Kyle um, Yusek. Look at uh, Debo. I've seen Debo say that you know when Trey Lance first came in, that first throw to, uh, to George, that was a gimme. That was supposed to, in you come, Trey, first easy throw. And he was too hyped up. And then he overthrew another one over to Debo. And I like the lads rallied around him. And they said, you know, calm down. You've got this. Like you said, Najee, he prolonged the players. His presence in the pocket for me last night was awesome. There was um, one of the... Well, yeah, let's, let's, get on, let's get on talking about the good and we can talk about Trey because I think, I think we're all happy about his performance considering he was thrown in without any first you know, first team rep the whole week. The, the game plan wasn't uh, for his skills. It was for Jimmy's. Um, so then, obviously, the, the first drive was kind of the four plays that he knows, you know, those zone read thing. Um, and I don't think it went super well. I think it was, as you said, a bit giddy, probably, <laughs> being his first real game for real, not just a few snaps here and there. Um, but do we agree? He, he, he had a good... I th- I th- his, his, his touchdown drive, um, you know, the second one, I thought that was a pretty good drive. And mm. as you said, extending the play, his running ability is, looks like he's definitely going to break one or two at some point very soon. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I've, I've seen some very good thing, some very bad thing too, but expected. The thing is though, Nadji, like you were saying though, game speed, I mean, you know, yeah. he's in practice, he's looking good in practice, but there was one play yesterday when Bobby Wagner nearly picked him off. And they're the kind of reps that they're going to be able to show him in the game room this week. And if you think, bloody hell, those linebackers but, are quick in the NFL. You know, that's I'll, what you're up but against. But I'll say, I'll say, if he didn't throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, if if it's Jimmy throwing that ball, that's a pick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, he, he's raw. And yeah. his stats last night after he came on, 9 of 18, 157 passing yards, 117.1 rating. He had seven carries for 41 rushing yards, which to me didn't look like they were designed. So he, he kept the play along. You know, I'm not going to say he's, he came on and he was a Kaepernick-esque performance, but I, I was impressed. What about you, Gareth? Because we all know Trey's <laughs> your man. Yeah, good boy. Yeah, I think it's got to be remembered the context of him coming into the game. The Shanahan's literally thrown away the game plan and cobbled something together in, in the minute and a half before the second half kicks off, where when he finds out that Jimmy's not going to be coming back on. Um, and yeah, he, he wasn't loose when he came in those first couple of series. He, you know, he wasn't, you know, he looked like a rookie quarterback making his first throws. Um, but he, what impressed me, he grew into the game. He, he had that 50% completion rate, but if, if you look at some of those, those passes, there's certainly, there was one, Late in the game, I think it was the second and 10 or third and 10, when nothing was open and he threw the ball away. That was exactly the right decision. He could have forced yeah. it and thrown a pick, game's over, or he could have run, scrambled for three or four yards, get caught in the middle of the field, the clock's still running. He made the right decision. So that's another incompletion. He had two passes, I think, batted away. There was what I thought was a fantastic throw to Kittle uh, that he yeah. caught on the edge of the end zone and he gets walloped by Jamal Adams and, and it falls incomplete. Yeah. That, throw was, that throw was beautiful. So there's, there's four of his sort of nine missed passes were good defensive uh, plays by the secondary. So And one of them was a throwaway. So take those out and, yeah, there's there's four or five truly horrible throws in there, like the, the first one to, to Kittle's feet. But he, he grew into the game and I think we saw 
we saw what what I saw when I was doing the deep dive on him for the for the draft, which was that his his ability to recognise and escape pressure, and extend the play. Uh, it, it doesn't necessarily he wasn't under huge pressure, but I sort th- thought with the long touchdown to Debo, I just had in my vision Jimmy would have already checked that down to somebody and we'd have got three yards on it, and he wouldn't have had that little bit of patience to just wait and see will Debo get this 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 uh, wide open as he's supposed to, and it worked, and he was he was patient. He he's raw. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to be throwing interceptions. He's 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 going to do some bad stuff. But I I saw enough good stuff to I think that's that's why at the end of the game I was I was quite uh, philosophical about it. I suppose we it's yeah. lost to the Seahawks, but it's done. The moment that whistle goes and the, and the clock reaches zero, it's done. You forget about it. It's it's Trey Lance has got probably two two games. Maybe tough against a, a red hot Cardinals, but then he's got a bye week and a home game against the Colts, um, the Bison Bowl. I think they're calling it now because it's him versus Wentz on Sunday night <laughs> yeah. football. I mean, that. Let's keep our fingers crossed. This is sometimes the sort of situation where stars are born. Look at look at all That's those true. good quarterbacks in the league. There's a there's a guy Brady something or other. Didn't he just <laughs> come in? For someone else getting injured. Oh, there's your headline, Nadji. There's your headline. The last show yeah. was, is he better than Peyton Manning? If it can be half as good with the Super Bowl wins, Gareth, as that fella Brady you've mentioned. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not pinning too much, too much on him, but you know he is going to be the quarterback in the next game. Let's let's get behind him. Let's not roast the guy when he throws an interception or, do, or does something daft. Um, let's, let's let him grow into the role. It's a quarterback in the 49ers is one of the biggest jobs in football. Um, and yeah. it's a 20 year old, 21 year old lad who's just been thrown in, um, having played what now 30 snaps in a year and a half or something. Um, it's going to be some rough patches, but I, I saw so much talent. Sitting. To, the sitting is high, isn't eating, it? Um, but let's, let's just nurture him through that. And if he has to be nurtured through taking snaps, so be it rather than being on the sideline. So I'm excited. Maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's something from this season that you think, okay, season's not over by, by a long way, but, but there's, there's, there's a certain excitement, I think for the Cardinals game that wouldn't be there if it was, if it was going to be Jimmy, let's be honest. For sure. Any other good Paul? Well, I was going to say, jumping on what Gareth said there, this is, I say good. I believe now we should be, uh, tailoring our expectations. I know we come on every week and least we're going to go 20 and home. We're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's face it, at the moment, the cold, hard reality, this isn't a, a Super Bowl calibre team. Because you yeah. just you need more than talent alone. Like the year yeah. we got there, everything clicked. And from what Gareth just said there, I'm excited for, for Trey coming in. I mean, you look at the stats again, because I know we reference them in the show. Trey was better than Russell when you look at the stats. Mm-hmm. But what Very we true. were talking about, Russell Wilson... Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Herbert. They've got that something. And like you said, Nadji, stars are born. Let's 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 see what he can do. No one's saying he's going to come in and be the next Patrick Mahomes. But like Gareth said there, against the Cardinals, and let's face it, this is the NFL. Who would have thought the Cardinals would have beat the Rams as well as That's put a beat down on them? Rams, yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And let's face it, we've had a we up against the four and undefeated Arizona Cardinals, another divisional game for us. Trent Williams is going to be a massive blow if he's yeah, out, but obviously we'll talk about that in the next show. But 
Any more positives for you, Nadji? Because I know yeah, today yeah. has been I, a bit. Well, uh... <laughs> yeah, I wanted I wanted to talk about other Trey, uh, if we can call him now. I thought he had a good game. I really like his like his style of running. I know it's not necessarily what Kyle wants to do, um, but you know he rushed what 19 times for uh, almost 90 yards, 89 yards, 4.7 per carry. Um, that's just refreshing. And him and Mitchell, if Mitchell can come back next week, I think is a really good one-two punch. One speedy guy, one more, you know, um, strong up the middle, but can still rip one off. I, I just like the way he, he runs aggressive, and it just, it doesn't look like he can be stopped. He's that fast. Um, so I'm really happy about that. I don't want to <laughs> go on too long about it. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about is Debo. I mean, how good is this guy? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. He carries on like this. He's 100% a pro baller. I think he's leading the league in in yards at the moment. Um, and I know that a big touchdown was very helpful, and the Seahawks kind of messed that one up, and it was kind of easy. But still, you still have to make it. And you know, mm. happy about Debo. I know you love him, Paul. So, well. I, I do a couple of fantasy leagues like you lads. There's one there's a, there's one league that we do a live draft and Debo fell to me really late and I was chuckling. My mate was like, oh, you always pick a 49er. And I was like, this lad is going to be epic this season. And in our group chat, the lads are like, oh my God, he's like the steal of the draft and he's just been amazing. Like you said, Najee, he's a league leader in receiving yards and it looked an easy touchdown, that one from but he's had to run it in and then there was a yeah. second one when he just bashed his way through and proper Debo style yeah you're saying 21 of his 28 receptions have gone for first downs or touchdowns this season you give him the ball 15 yards per touch is averaging wow. you know he's halfway it was rookie total of six touchdowns four games into the season so I, I think I heard it online today if he's on pace for is it a 2,000 yard season if he continues yeah that's pretty good. We'll take it. Yeah. And it's he's hasn't had many free yards. He earns every single yard. He is he is a bulldozer. His his the the third touchdown, his touchdown uh, last night was very uh, reminiscent of use checks at the end of the yeah. of the Packers game where he's got no right making those last four or five yards into the end zone and just, you know, doesn't wanna uh, doesn't wanna go down. So yeah, uh, yeah, Debo's Debo's coming into being the star that we all yeah. thought he could be, and it was a little bit derailed by uh, by the injuries last season. Uh, the last, the last good is uh, oh, well, maybe not the last, but um, I think Emmanuel Mosley's worth a, an honourable mention. Um, Absolutely, for, gonna... for, for doing a, a very good job uh, last night. I felt um, it just shows. I think with with the corners, once they get a couple of games under their belt, they can they can uh, sort of knock the rust off uh, and get up to game speed. Yeah, let's hope let's hope you can do that again next week because we're gonna need him. We know Eman tends to be hit and miss, isn't he? So let's hope he, did, be, he had a blinder for sure. Uh, I thought Kirkpatrick played really well. The first play, where he grabbed Wilson, was pretty impressive. It's a shame about the penalty, but you know, as you said, first game back after being out, not training camp, no anything, so get thrown in there. Um, but yeah, you know. Stopping the Seahawks for 100 and something yards is not something you can do very easily. I, I won't praise the whole defense, really. I thought the D-line played really, really well. Uh, they got after 
uh, Russell Wilson early, but it's just, you know, it, as I said earlier in the beginning, if you give them the ball 14 times, yeah. your defense is going to get tired and they're going to find a way to move the ball and score points. It's just, um, especially if your offense doesn't work, doesn't score points, it's just, here we go again. We need to get back on the field and. You're not giving the defense a breather. I mean, particularly, I mean, the yeah. short field, take away the short field from the muff punt and they, they had three scoring yeah. drives. That's that's yep, 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 pretty yep. good. I thought I thought the de- defense was. I think what what impressed me most was it, it. It seemed to just bring that intensity back that we haven't seen really this season. Certainly at the beginning, and then and then sort of patches there in the end. Um, it just seemed to be. Um, maybe again, it's it's when Jimmy goes out. The defense is like okay, the team's on our back now. Um, yeah. And I, I was going to say about about Debo. It seems that. I think Debo might be sort of growing into that leadership role as well. And I think that's something with, with Trey, we're going to have to uh, see the guys like Kittle and Juszczyk and Debo uh, take on a little bit of that uh, sort of responsibility and, and not pop yeah. on, onto a young guy's shoulders as well. Um, and Absolutely. I'm, I'm 100% sure that they will. So, yeah, it's... I'm excited. Like, like I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Like I said, lads, for Therapy me, like, Jimmy's <laughs> injury could be a blessing in disguise because Kyle's hand's been forced. So those players do play for Jimmy. It was it's been documented all this season, and I think if there was a few murmurings that you know he's faked the injury. I don't think he's faked the injury. I think he's come out. But when you were talking about positives, um, yeah. Al Sahar led the team in tackles. Um, Borsa, wow. I mean the sack. Yeah, Dee yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah. I think I celebrated D Ford sack as much as I celebrated touchdown. And I was just, it was unbelievable. I mean, Fred Warner, his energy in that first quarter, and there's a few people whinging about DeMarco Ryan's first year as a coordinator. I don't think you can put this loss on the defense, you know, not, not for me anyway. No, 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 no definitely not. We, we had gained no. them, you know, 200 to 450s, just, you know. If your offense doesn't score points, you can't win games. The only thing missing, missing if you want to be a bit of a nitpick, was the turnover. But they've talked about that themselves. Like, Boss has come out and said it. Fred Warner's come out and said, I like that energy. You know, they're saying we're playing well, but we just need to get a turnover. But but then it's this is what I was saying about Jimmy. If if the offense doesn't score, then the offense on the other side, all they say in the huddle and all they say, you know, on the sideline when their defense is on is, we make no mistake, no picks, no fumble, and we will win this game. It's, it's as simple as that, you know. The yeah, it's, so it's it's hard to make a a turnover if the team is extra careful and extra don't have to force anything because they know they're gonna get on the field and it's still seven nothing and they're still very much in it. So yeah, yeah, they're certainly gonna need, need to bring their A game yeah. next week. I think definitely. I'm sure New we'll challenge. have plenty of time so, to talk about yeah. that when. The, Lee's back uh, on probably Thursday up. or Friday, mm. I'd imagine. Um, I don't know. Do we, uh, do we need Lee back? It's been one of the best shows we've done. I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything. It's not ed- edited yet. It's not. I haven't pressed pause and saved it, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna celebrate too soon. But yeah, it, it's it's been fun. Definitely a different way to do this. It's funny because it's exactly the same. Really, we're having a conversation, and yet I feel completely different. Sat down in the host um, doing air quotes in a big chair <laughs> in a big chair yeah getting getting paid the big bucks <laughs> let's, let's hope you've managed to record it or yeah, this let's, will disappear. let's hope so <laughs> 
Well, if if we're all done, uh, thanks to everybody that listened. Don't forget to rate us on wherever you listen. Leave us a comment. Leave us some feedback on the Facebook group. We always appreciate it. Even bad ones. It gets us better. And uh, don't forget to check the YouTube channel, um, which I can't remember the address, of course. Uh, but until next time, stay safe and go Niners. 49 is deep in the heart, like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, we're all students of Bill Walsh.